You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 124. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or 124th time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at howdoshedoitpodcast.com. If you want to connect with me on social, I am at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs on Instagram and the Twitters. And you can also follow the show's account at how does underscore she do it on the Twitters and the Instagrams. And if you are listening to this show and you are on Instagram, please take a screenshot of you listening to the episode and feel free to share a takeaway or something that you're enjoying about the episode. Take a screenshot, post it in your stories, tag me and I will reshare it. And I really appreciate you all doing that. It is a nice way for us to connect. You can send me a DM. Let me know that you're listening, even if you don't necessarily necessarily want to screenshot it, but I hope that you do because it shows other people that you are listening and it helps spread awareness about the show. And with that, let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am going to recommend Audible. Here's why. I have talked many times on this podcast about books that I read, quote unquote. Some people say listening to audiobooks is not reading. Technically, it's not, but it kind of feels like it when you are listening to the audiobook. And here's why. I just had a great set of interviews with... Two awesome people, Bianca Jackson, who is a branding and um, speakers coach, and Brian Olds, who is the founder of the Black Speakers Network. And they were both guests on the Career Seeker Show, which is a radio show that I co-host in the city of Philadelphia. We stream it on Facebook and stream it on the the Philly Cam website. So shout out to Philly Cam and WPPM LP 106.5 Philadelphia. Anyway, so I... We ask a question at the very end of the episode. We ask both Brian and Bianca to share something actionable that people can do going into 2020 to build some momentum. And the two of them both gave very, very great answers. And you all know that we're in the goal setting series. Or if you don't, this is your first time listening. We are currently in a goal setting series and we're having different conversations about what we can do to prepare ourselves for setting our goals, all the things. So... I asked the question of both Brian and Bianca. Brian talked about focusing on one thing, not trying to do a hundred different things at the same time and the importance of focusing on one thing. Bianca talked about the importance of habits and she talked about the importance of reflecting on where you've been. And uh, our my co-host, Ken Johnson, he talked about how someone posed a question to him back in um, 90 days before the end of this year, you know, you have 90 days left in the decade. What, how has the decade gone for you basically? And so the, you know, Bianca's comment about habits and then Brian's comment about 
choosing one thing, I was then able to recommend books related to both of those, those topics, choosing one thing and habits. And it was because I listened to Audible. It's because I have so many books. I'm not even going to tell you the number of titles that I have in my Audible library right now, because I haven't read or listened to a lot of them, but I've listened to a lot of them. And the one thing by Gary Keller was one book that I listened to and Atomic Habits by James Clear was another book that I listened to. And I was able to recall those books off the top of my head because they were books that I have accessed and resourced. And I actually ended up purchasing Atomic Habits in physical copy because it just gave so many good examples. It's just one of those things that I wanted to put my hands on it as well. So that said, if you don't listen to books, if you're not an auditory learner, which I learned way late into my educational career that that I am, um, then, you know, audiobooks might not be for you, but there are lots of free, also free resources in addition to Audible, a lot of free libraries around, a lot of libraries, I should say. They call the library in Philadelphia the Free Library of Philadelphia, so that's why I said that, and I forget the story why, but that's neither here nor there. The point is, find a way to access books on audio if you can, because it just gives you another way to access and find and learn things. A lot of people now, we do not make time. I'm I'm trying to learn to say, oops, I just dropped my phone. (laughs) I can't believe I just said, oops. Uh, I may end up editing this out. If I don't and you hear it, then you know I didn't edit it out. The point is a lot of us don't make time to do things that we really want to do. I'm getting away from saying we don't have time because there are legitimate strains on our time, but we make time for what matters. So when I say I don't have time to do X, Y, and Z, yet I can find two hours to spend watching television, I have the time to do the thing that I'm avoiding doing. I'm choosing not to. Anyway, a lot of people do not make or have time to read books physically and sit and look at them, but we're always on the move. We're commuting, we're cleaning our house, we are exercising, we're walking, we're doing whatever the thing is that we're doing. And even some people don't have time to listen to things. That's a different conversation. But Make time to gain and learn new information. Audible is a great way to do it. It's one way that I do it. If Audible is not something that works for you, check out your local library and check to see if there is a free resource available to you. I prefer the Audible way because I just get um, to keep the books and I don't have to worry about waiting for somebody else to listen to it. But that's just my thing. And that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. We are well, well into our conversation about preparing and actually doing the work to set goals for 2020. I mentioned earlier in the episode that Kenneth Johnson, the co-host and a big brother to me, he talked about someone asking him the question, now at this point, there are 20 something days left in the decade. How has it gone for you? When he said that question, I was like, get out of my business. Like it felt like a very, it felt like a lot. It's a heavy question. But I think 
what it tied back to in our conversation, what it ties to in relation to what we've been talking about on the show is the importance of doing the work to reflect. It's the, it's really, really important that you don't just roll up on setting a new set of goals without having done some important work to say, okay, where have I been? What has worked? What has not worked? We talked about the after action review in episode 122. And so what I want to talk about today is getting quiet before actually setting the goals. I often mention that I am a person or, and and maybe again, if you're listening for the first time, you may, you will not have heard me say this, but there was a season in my life where I could not sit in quiet. Because when I sat in quiet, my thoughts became very loud and I was dealing with a, or avoiding dealing with, I should say, a lot of very dark thoughts that I did not want to confront. And so it was, had to be noise in the background by way of television. It had to be music very loud in my ear on, in headphones. It had to be me being in someone else's space or someone being in mine because the idea of just being still and being quiet was not something that I enjoyed. And even now to this day, and that's the kind of where the point of this, of this conversation, the importance of getting quiet before setting your goals, it comes out of this, this same effort that I have to exert to avoid turning on something or to avoid seeking out a resource. And so when I say get quiet, I don't just mean in terms of turning of of like not you know having music playing in the background. And I'm not shaming anybody for doing that because I get it. We like I like music too. But what I'm talking about is really reducing the noise of influences that come from outside of us and influences that are not, that might not have our best interests at heart, influences that might might be damaging, influences that might cause you to be misdirected or misguided, influences that cloud the, the communication that you have with God's Holy Spirit, right? And when you learn to get quiet, and one one of the things that we have been talking about is the importance of involving Christ in this conversation that you are having about setting goals, involving Christ in this reflection that you're doing, in involving Christ in thinking about how do we, how do I move forward from here? So for the last several years, right, I've been building my business. As you know, I have a, I work full time and I've also been building my business. I am someone who comes from a generation of education, certification, best school, best label, go and do those things. As a result, I spent nine years in higher education back to back. Do not recommend it necessarily in that way, in that order and pursued a career direction that at the time was what I wanted, but I wanted it for a a set of reasons that involved security, it involved approval, it involved external achievement, because the minute I stopped and once I got the goal that I had been setting, immediately I was like, okay, what's next? And 
that same spirit of wanting to know what's next or do the thing and the feeling of building myself up with knowledge and making myself feel like I felt valued by gaining the the degrees and gaining the titles and all those kinds of things, that same spirit carried with me into the pursuit of building my business in the sense that I have been always seeking out information and resources before giving myself a chance to apply what I'm learning. So let me be clear. As a coach, I believe in coaching. As a business owner, I believe in making investments in myself that come by way of investing in other business owners. So supporting in in a way that is going to teach me something where I'm going to gain something. I have worked with multiple coaches. I go to conferences. I buy products. I buy books. I do all the things. I subscribe to, you know, learning programs, all that kind of stuff. So what I am not saying is that I don't think you should invest or you should seek out external resources. What I am saying is that are you seeking before you apply what you learn? Are you seeking information for the sake of saying I'm learning the thing or are you seeking information in order to gain and actually apply and do the thing that you're learning? That tangent is not the the point of this episode, but I say I tell that story and I paint that picture to say that we have to trust that in our quiet, we will get room and insight to apply the things that we know and learn. Not only that, but we will also get downloads and insight and access to information from God in order to apply and do the thing that we, that the desire that has been placed on our heart, especially, and if it is aligned with God's will, right? So the value of being intentional in this season about getting quiet and getting quiet, you can, it can involve accessing other tools. It can involve accessing information, but you have to start, I believe, at a quiet core, at a quiet center, because if you start to bring in new information, if you start to bring in information that in the middle of noise. So for example, let's say you're in a room and there is a sound playing, there's music playing and someone hits play on another set of music. Those two things cancel each other out. No, they don't become distinguishable. You don't get the benefit of enjoying the, the beat drops and the chorus and the bridge of either, either song respectively, because they're clashing with each other in the same way. If you are going into this goal setting season, having not been intentional about being quiet, even if it just means you need a day or an hour, however much time, whatever your process looks like. And I'm going to walk through four things that I think you can do that we can do to get quiet. You just have to make that space because then you can bring in and make use of new information, right? Or you can realize you don't actually need any new information because you have access to everything that you need. 
in the season that I am in, in my life and in my business, I realize that I have been, and these Black Friday deals and Cyber Monday deals, it revealed to me, number one, how many email lists I'm on. And number two, the tr I, get, I kept getting triggered by this desire to feel like, oh, I need to get this thing. Oh, I need to get that thing. And not just clothes and shoes, but programs and books and thing and doing the this and doing the that. And in some instances, it's not that that information wouldn't be valuable, but do I actually need it right now? And the only way I can truly answer that question is not by reacting in impulse in a moment, but by getting quiet and actually thinking through it. The same is true when you're thinking about setting your goals. If you are just going rushing forward into planning what you want for next year, thinking about the things that you want to do, but you haven't really quieted the sounds of this year, you haven't really thought through where you've been, what you've come through, what you actually want, then you will rush in into from one noisy room into another and just create clashing sounds. So what I want, what I hope you can be able to do with these four tips that I want to share is that you will be able to get still and listen for God's voice as you set your goals in this season. It's easy to set goals in reaction mode or defense mode, basically to in response to what you did or didn't do, but we we can we don't have to rock like that basically we do not have to rock like that anymore and we don't have to exist in the middle of this push and pull between getting more information and then executing on what you learn right you don't have to you can actually relieve yourself of that tension by sitting still and thinking what do i actually know already what resources do i have currently available to me that i can make use of as opposed to necessarily seeking out something new and maybe you learn in that quiet space that you don't actually have a resource that you like or that has helped you or you need some new information and that's okay but the point is again i'm just want to reiterate the point is not saying you don't need help or you don't need outside information. The point is getting still so you can be conscious and aware of what you might need or what you might not need. Because sometimes you already have the answer. God has been knocking on your door like, uh, hello, I'm trying to tell you this is how this is going to work. This is what you need. Let me help you. And you busy you being me too, go out doing this, doing that, all of the things. So let's just get into these four ways that you can learn to get quiet in this goal setting season. The first way is by fasting. Now I will say I am no expert in fasting. I am someone who wants to do this successfully. I'm currently in the midst of one now. Um, and I have hard, have had a hard time with fasting, not going to lie. It's been something that I've struggled with, but what I do know is that fasting is something that's personal between you and God. It's not forced and it's not something that has to be or should be influenced by other people. It can be done in partnership with other people, but if you shouldn't feel pressured into fasting just because other people are doing it. One scripture that came to mind is Matthew 6, 
verse 17 through 8, excuse me, verse 16 through 18. And it is part of Jesus's sermon on the Mount and 16 through 18 read. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when I read that, it really demonstrates the the value of just, uh, first of all, not doing it for show and knowing that you will receive a benefit from your father in heaven. We can also think about Esther, who after Mordecai approached her about trying to stop the plot against killing the Hebrew people, she fasted and encouraged others to fast with her for three days in an effort towards making a decision and hearing from God about this decision that she was going to, you know, roll up into the king and just be like, okay, we have to help the people. Moses fasted and prayed multiple times, right? So we know, we, and then uh, countless other examples in scripture. And so I just say that to say that maybe this is one way for you to get quiet. And it doesn't necessarily mean in this time they were fasting from food, um, but you might have to fast from social media. It might be television. It might be eating. It might be, you know, whatever, the, it might be caffeine, whatever the thing that you think could be, could by removing it could give you more clarity and better access to spending time with God in the word for whatever that season might be. That is the thing that you can choose to do to help you get quiet in this goal setting season. The second thing you can do to get quiet in this goal setting season is turn off the noise. I talked a little bit earlier about how I did not like the no, like not having noise or some sound in my apartment and in my space. But when I say noise, I don't just mean like music, but maybe it's entertainment. Maybe it's the noise of conversations with people that you should stop having conversations with. Maybe it's the noise of well-meaning family members. Maybe it's the noise of learning materials, books that are not biblical, right? Maybe it's the noise of certain types of music, podcasts even. I have had to go through, through seasons where like, girl, you do not need to be listening to another podcast right now. Let your mind just sit and absorb and work through some of the information that you've already gained. Maybe it's maybe it's like turning off the noise of sermons and just getting in the word and not listening to another person's interpretation of the word, whatever that noise might be, whatever that thing that you know could be serving as a distraction for you, maybe you need to turn off that for a season. And a season could be a week. It could be a day. It could be a weekend. It could be, but is that, is that time period? I think one question that you can ask when determining how long you want to or need to do something, is that time period going to stretch you? Is it going to be enough for a reset? So for example, uh, a lot of companies are offering cleanses. And let's say you've been on a bad food eating binge for a really long time. I'm not calling on to buy names. I know it's the you know holiday seasons, no judgment here. I'm just giving an example. And you do a one day juice cleanse. There are absolutely benefits to doing a one-day juice cleanse. But if you've been eating like trash for six months, how much benefit is a one-day juice cleanse really going to give you? 
some, probably not as much as a three-day cleanse might do. And again, this is just an example. No, you know, it, I'm not actually talking about the benefits or lack of benefits for one, one, one or the other. But just think about that. If you know that there's something that has a heavy influence of you, maybe giving it up for an hour is not really going to stretch you and give you that space that you need. But maybe it's a place to start. So that's the other thing. Give yourself grace. Think about where you might need to start. The third thing that we can do, that you can do to get quiet in this goal setting season, rest. And not like just rest and like, sit on your couch, but rest and spend time with God in your rest. Scripture refers to this as a Sabbath, something that I have been struggling with for a long time for a variety of reasons. And it's hard because we can stay connected to things all the time. Smartphones, we have our computers, we have smart TVs, like Echo, all kinds of things. As I said that, the echo on my apartment just made sounds and thought I was talking to it. Anyway, the point is, it's hard to, to unplug. It can be hard to unplug. But this is actually a gift that God has given us to rest in his presence in scripture. And I can say that growing up in church... Sabbath was not something that was discussed, and it was not until I made friends with uh, one of my best friends now, who is a Seventh-day Adventist, that the concept of having a day of rest. Sunday was a day where we, you know, we went to church, all those kinds of things, but it wasn't really a day of rest. At least that's what I remember growing up. And I and everybody grew up differently, obviously, and even if you're not, you know, a, a Seventh-day Adventist per se you may ha may have observed the sabbath but it is it's something that god invites us to and it's actually a commandment and so it's something that i have been struggling with this is actually the first time i've talked about it in i think on the podcast at all but it's something that i've been struggling with because it has not been a habit and practice of mine and so i'm just used to running through the days of the week, running through all seven days and not sitting and being intentional about taking out a day to just rest and spend time with God. Not just like in church, but just like the entire day. And it can look different for different people. I'm not, you know, talking about mandating a certain particular practice or anything like that. But Sabbath rest is something that we are invited to like in <laughs> in scripture. And so this is the that aside, just the act of resting better at night is something that we don't do well now because we go to bed with our smartphones, we wake up with our smartphones. We go to bed watching TV, we wake up watching TV, and our brains just keep going, keep moving. I read a book by Sean Stevenson and it's about sleep and the importance of sleep and what are things that we can do throughout our day to help us maximize the actual amount of restful sleep that we get at night. And it's little things like turning off the lights an hour just or lowering the lights, turning off your the the you know bright light of your computer and turning it to a more blue light, all types of little things, eating differently before you go to bed, all the little things. The point is we have to rest. We have to do a better job at intentionally resting and in that resting also making time for closer relationship and time 
with God in the process. The fourth and final thing we can do to get quiet before setting goals is exchange being busy for being productive. This means being intentional about your time. I mentioned earlier, you know, we say we don't have time for things. And sometimes that's true. But often, if we really get to the heart of it, we don't make time for the things that we're not getting done or the things that we say we want to do that we never, quote unquote, have time for. And again, there are legitimate things that we don't have time for. But sometimes we actually do have the time. We just haven't arranged our life in a way that will give us the time to do the thing. We haven't put into practice habits that will allow us to align to do and have more time to do the things. So this, you know, thinking about exchanging, being busy for being productive, schedule time to plan your schedule. I use the full focus planner and just this week I've been setting being more intentional about setting up my big three at the start of my workday, working through the night before thinking about, okay, I did this, I got this thing done. What is something I might need to do tomorrow? And it significantly, it has helped so much get me get things done just this week and doing that and just reintroducing that practice. But, you know, we have to stop, we have to get away from freestyling all of our days and just letting your email and your inbox dictate how your day goes. And again, sometimes we can't avoid that, but we probably have a little bit more of an ability to control how we at least handle the flow of things. Maybe not the flow of things themselves, but what can you do to create structure and implement structure into your day. So it's not, you know, necessarily only writing a to-do list, which again, there are lots of different mechanisms that work for people. Some people, all they need is a to-do list. For me, I work best when I have put specific times to do the things on my to-do list or else I'm just looking at the to-do list and it's just like this running list of things that never stops. Whereas if I put a time to it, now I know when that thing is going to get done. I can check it off my list and I can move on to the next thing. So whatever it looks like for you to exchange being busy for being productive, that is going to help you get more quiet in this season because by bringing more structure to your day, by organizing your thoughts, organizing the way you approach your tasks, now you are creating potentially more room on some in some other part of your day. In and I'll actually give another way to get quiet before setting goals wake up earlier. These are kind of not just in a moment things that you can do, but it just gives you time to make more time to think and to be still and to reflect and to get into God's word and think about where you've been and to apply and actually do some of the work that we've talked about over the last several episodes. So again, just really quickly, four things that you can do to get quiet before setting your goals. You can fast and that can look like a number of different things. You can turn off the noise, whatever that noise might be for you in your life. Implement actual rest, both better resting at nighttime and actually a day of rest if you can in your week. And again, not talking about going from zero to a hundred, but how can you start with maybe a half an hour, two hours, half a day, an experience of like just, you know, just making time and creating a space for just you and God. And then fourth, exchange being busy for being productive. I think collectively trying to do these things over the course of the next week or two weeks, whether one or some of bits and pieces of, of each of them, it will create more space for you to 
clear your mind as you set the goals. And so going into the next couple of weeks, we're going to actually talk about what setting the goals could look like, how the process of setting the goals. And I look forward to your thoughts. If you have thoughts, if you have insight, if you have resources that you recommend, feel free to send me an email or send me a message on Instagram. I'm at Tiff South. I am, you can send an email to Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com. If you have enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed any of the episodes, feel free to leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app. If you are still listening to this episode, I'm going to do something I have never done before. This is a nod to How Married Are You podcast. They do a segment on their show called Words of Affirmation. And the way that they do that is they invite people to call their Google Voice number to leave an audio message about their about how something that they're appreciating about the podcast, what they appreciate about the platform, whatever the case may be, what they appreciate about Glenn and Yvette respectively or as a couple. And so I'm going to leave my Google voice number. This is a number that I have and I would love if you are interested in having your voice featured. You don't have to say your name or you can just say, you know, have part of the message featured and included on the podcast as a different form of sharing the reviews that people leave. The number is 516-362-0985. 516-362-0985. Leave me a Google voice message and let's see what happens. If you've listened to this far in the show, I appreciate you. If you don't call, that's cool too, but I would love to hear from you. And my friends, Thank you for listening to episode 124 of How Does She Do It? I appreciate you very much. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.